1: Welcome back everybody to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's The Best Damn How I Met Your Mother podcast on the internet I am your host Josh internet. That's right, here with my best bud John How you doing man?
0: I mean it's been a few weeks It has been um, a few
1: weeks man These, This last month has been rough man. It's, I mean we've both been going through some stuff It's just like uh, thing you know. after thing You know, like we talked last week for you know the folks out there who actually listen and watch our show You know, we talked, or not last week, but last episode, I should say, uh, about stuff that had gone on and why we had uh, been away for the amount of time that we were. And then, as you may have noticed, we were away again for a (laughs) while because I literally, right after, I think the day after posting the last episode, came down with COVID. Yep. So I was down and out for a while there. Yeah, so, so. it's not
0: like we didn't want to yeah. bring you guys podcasts. we want to bring you quality I mean, and co- uh, quantity, not you yeah, know I,
1: shit. I I could not I couldn't function. So <laughs> But here uh, now ready to talk somehow in your mother. That's
0: right. going to be to the yeah. It's going to be and good today, times. We're going to be talking about season 2, episode 15, The Lucky Penny.
1: Damn right, The Lucky Penny uh this lucky penny man we we've heard of this lucky penny before you know uh it is a penny that had popped up previously in the season in uh scorpion and the toad uh it is uh it, you get to find out about it first there and not usually they go the other way which i think is interesting usually yeah. we we you know we hear about something and they bring it back like you know uh they kind of go backwards into it whereas this one it's like We got a little bit of it, and then now we're getting the full uh, story of it, which I'm excited to talk about this one. Uh, All right, so Lucky Penny, like you said, Season 2, Episode 15, first aired on February 12th of 2007, right before Valentine's Day, folks, directed by none other than Pamela Fryman, of course. You know, we had two uh, the last two episodes directed by somebody different. Now we're back to Pamela Fryman. Uh, fry. p fry yes uh, if i ever get to talk to her i'm gonna call her p fry <laughs> <be> hilarious uh <laughs> and it was written by jamie ronheimer uh who previously wrote aldrin justice uh aldrin and, justice. yes and they go on to write several episodes over the next uh, few seasons including slaps giving to <laughs> old king clancy Robots versus wrestlers and many others.
0: I mean, those are some of our favorite episodes.
1: I know, man. So I'm just like, yeah, this, uh, this person, they, they, knew what they, were doing.
0: they knew what they were doing. They get our humor.
1: <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Uh, so the summary for this episode reads, Ted recounts events leading up to being too late for a flight. Barney runs the marathon in Marshall's stead. Lily and Robin camp outside a shop
0: for a sale. Wow, that's probably one of the best synopsis we've heard in a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely it's not bad. It's a little light on details, you know. Like they could have said, uh, you know, uh, you know, a bridal shop, you know, uh, that's they true. He they could have specified the New York City Marathon. I'm just saying, guys, throw a little a little panache in this thing.
0: <laughs> panache,
1: little yeah, salt, a little, a little pepper, a little salt and pepper, a little a little cumin. <laughs> yeah, we're a keeping it on bread. some kick. Keeping it on brand here. All right. So this episode starts off with future Ted. Uh, He's talking to the kids, of course, about destiny. And specifically about a certain trip he took to Chicago back in 2007. So we flash back to 2007, which is uh, what, at the time when we were watching this, would have been the present day for us. Uh, Ted and Robin are racing around through the airport trying to make it uh, to their flight. Future Ted reveals that uh, he has been uh, being headhunted for a big job there in New York City, and they are flying him out for the final interview at their corporate headquarters in Chicago. So this is what they're they're there for. They're trying to catch a flight to Chicago, to chi There it is. Uh, the Windy City. The Windy City. Uh, the Bears, you know. <laughs> all that. <laughs> Uh, they finally reach the, the, the doors to their flight, but the lady there has said uh, that the flight has already been boarded, the doors are closed, she uh, will not let them on.
0: <coughs> I like Ted's response, though. You know, it's a door. If it gets shut, you could
1: probably open it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some good lines in this episode. Uh, so the lady, uh, you know, she, she said, after first, Robin almost ruins the whole thing. You know, she, she starts talking to a lady. She, uh, she's like, kind of like mocking her uh, in a kind sense, of. you know, like essentially saying like, you know, did you, you didn't, did you grow up thinking you were going to want to you know, be doing this type of job? And I'm just like, geez, Robin, you, maybe keep it to yourself a little bit. Right. Um, but it got me thinking, John, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, when I, you were a I kid. Have... Yeah. And, I mean, that is something you, you did do for a while.
0: I did do for a little bit. Uh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, actually, is it still sitting here? Because I think it is. It is. Is as if it was planned. I was a firefighter for a little bit back in, like, the 2000s, mm-hmm. early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, that was what I wanted to do, though. And mainly it was something I wanted to do when I was a kid. And then when I was in high school, you know, the, the you know, 2001 played a major factor in me wanting to become a firefighter. And I did it for a little bit and I realized it wasn't uh the reasons why I wanted to be a firefighter were not the right reasons to want to be a firefighter so I, I stopped doing it
1: that's fair you know it's 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 good to that you can recognize that
0: well I mean being the thrill seeker I was in the early 2000s running into a burning building sounded amazing that's fair I didn't really give a shit about <laughs> who was in there or you know the reason why a fire happened and those are all yeah big key components that's true what about you though what did you want to do uh
1: there were a couple things the earliest one that i can remember is uh, a paleontologist you know the movie jurassic park was a big thing for me it was my you know my favorite movie for a long time it's still my number two and uh dinosaurs were a thing that i absolutely loved and for a long time i wanted to be a paleontologist
0: That is interesting. Yeah. Because when we met, I remember what you wanted to do was go into the Air Force and be a fighter, like a pilot.
1: Yeah, I wanted to do that. I wanted to be an astronomer. Then I wanted to combine those two so I could go work at Area 51.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So wait, so you said Jurassic Park's your number two all-time favorite movie. Mm -hmm. Does The Matrix still hold the number one spot, or has that been replaced over the years?
1: No, man. You should know what my number one is.
0: Oh Come yeah, on. no, Gone in sixty seconds.
1: Yeah, there it is. No, I'm like
0: the Matrix, but no. it,
1: the Matrix was there for a while.
0: Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, Gone in sixty seconds is just so much better.
1: I mean, I do love that movie. Absolutely, I know a lot of people may disagree, but I love that movie. Probably gonna lose some lose some audience. They're like, this guy has no taste. I mean, you didn't for like two weeks. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's different taste. Uh, I don't know. I don't know school. if I don't know if COVID affects my movie tastes. I think that'd be interesting. If it did though. <laughs> you are like
0: Wolf of Wall Street is the greatest <laughs> movie ever.
1: I mean, it's I I dig it. It's long though, man. That movie is, is long. It is, and uh, Margot Robbie's in it, man. And she's yeah, I mean, she's a she's a fox. Yeah, man. And you can't go wrong with Leo.
0: He's a man. damn good actor.
1: And- what? What? You crazy? You crazy? you just about as crazy as Robin over here, almost wrecking everything. I so. know!
0: But it all comes back to Ted in the end.
1: That's and true. You know what that's they true. Say,
0: everything happens for a reason.
1: That's very, very true. Uh, Ted does wind up revealing the reason why they are late. And it's because he had to go to court to be sentenced for jumping a sub, uh, subway turnstile. Yep. Now, I have never actually been on the subway. I have been in the subway station before, in New York, but never on it. I ran through it one time. <laughs> Do you jump turnstile? I did not. I did not. Um, I didn't have to go through that part of it. Uh, but I saw a turnstile. For Ooh, it. yeah. From it's people a- that I've
0: heard who have went to New York City, they will they will tell you that the turnstiles are they're junk. Yeah, either they don't work half the time, or the card reader part of it is like. Super fin uh fi- uh you gotta finesse your card and it's yeah. so like
1: man. Yeah, I mean they do that in uh in How I Met Your Father. Yes. right? Because yes. uh Jesse and uh Sid have differed different uh styles of the way wow. they do their card. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I mean so you're I mean, right. Yeah. Look at it just like that. You have to finesse it in certain ways, yeah. I, I mean, or you can just funny.
0: go all 10 modes and just jump. It.
1: oh yeah but we'll get there we'll get there Uh, so as Robin and Ted are talking uh, they're kind of waiting to hear about the plane Uh, she says that this is all Barney's fault Barney's fault and then we jump back a few months earlier uh, and we're at the bar Ted and Robin are in the booth Lily and Marshall walk in and Marshall is on crutches because he broke his toe that's right and apparently he, he says this it's the first time he's ever broken anything, and then he says he's never been sick, which to me, I was like, "That that's crazy, so I honestly don't remember whether or not this is contradicted at any point throughout the show, but I'll it's tell you not- what, John, I am going to be keeping my eye open. I thought about this.
0: <clears throat> I can't remember ever them touching on Marshall being sick on the show. <clears throat> yeah. And the okay. only other thing that ever comes up that like goes along with this is Marshall versus the machines because they talk about how he felt indestructible. Like he was unstoppable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't ever remember them mentioning Marshall being sick. Yeah. I don't ever remember him having a moment where like he breaks anything again. The only thing that comes close is the, uh, the episode where there's the lapse in uh, insurance after he loses his one job and they're afraid that he's going to get hurt. And yeah. Then he boogie
1: boards. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but I can't ever remember Marshall having a moment where he's sick or has any, any problems, yeah.
1: but the boogie board thing happens after this. So really he, he could get hurt at any point. It doesn't matter now since he's already been hurt. True. You know, but yeah, I, I'm going to be keeping my, my ears and eyes open uh, for if they ever talk about the past and whether or not he ever has gotten sick. Cause I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember uh, ever catching that, so I thought that, would, uh, that was kind of interesting and crazy because they're like 30. Yeah. Have so you never been sick? I wish, man. I mean, maybe it's something in that Minnesota water. Right? I mean, the, they're out there playing uh, Basque ice ball, you know, it's freaking uh, negative degrees out there probably. Uh, Probably. Eat, eating loads of mayo. So, I mean, they're hardy they're, they folk up there. <laughs> That's what we're doing wrong. We're not eating a lot of mayo. <laughs> <laughs> they are hardy folk up there, John. Hardy folk. <laughs> hearty, hearty, har. That's right. Uh, so, because of this broken toe, uh, Marshall is bummed because he's been training so that he could run the New York City Marathon, and now he won't be able to. Uh, As they're talking about it, Barney walks in and sits down with them and starts mocking Marshall for saying that he has been training for it. He says, you don't train for a marathon. You just run it. You just run it. And then he gives his instructions for running a marathon. Step one, start running. Step two, there is no step two. There is no step two. And what I love about this is this little mini scene here foreshadows what we're going to talk about in Barney's blog later on. That's awesome. Yeah, it ties into that.
0: Which is I, I will cool. say this, because this episode happens before, like, Lord of the Rings memes uh, memes were a thing. But you know how, like, there's the one of Aragorn, and he's doing the one simply doesn't walk <clears throat> the Mordor? Yeah, yeah. One simply doesn't train for a marathon.
1: I need to see this meme now. Oh, I'm going to work on that. I, I, I'm going to work on that. Uh, keep an eye out on the Instagram. Uh, I'll be posting that there. Oh, yeah. fair enough. That's right, folks. In case you didn't know, we now have an Instagram.
0: We have an Insta
1: and a Patreon. So go check it all out. <laughs> Last call, H I M Y M on all the social so
0: all the platforms. Yeah,
1: gotta keep it. Gotta keep it simple. <laughs> K I S S. Right, keep it simple. My favorite man in the world. That's right. Uh, so Marshall oh. tells him that if he wants to prove it, he's going to bet him 50 bucks so that he can take his place in the marathon. Which uh, I
0: love Barney's reaction because Barney's like, you'll bet me like $10,000. Yeah,
1: he's like, 50 bucks. Pff, how
0: about 10000 <laughs> And Barney was like, you have a gambling problem. You're going to accept 50
1: yeah. He's like, oh, I lo- do it. I love that. I love that he just plays on his addiction. To get yeah. him to, to do it. Because he doesn't think he's going to be able to do it. He thinks it's an easy, fit. Marshall thinks it's an easy 50 bucks. You know? I and mean, I'm like.
0: Fairness, I mean, yeah, it still I, worth I, 50 bucks.
1: That's true. It does wind up being worth the 50 bucks. Um, uh, but honestly, yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't think that he'd be able to do it either. You know what I mean? I mean,
0: I will say this. Barney's an amazing shape. It doesn't shock me.
1: I know, but it's it's twenty six point two miles, man. That's crazy. You're crazy. crazy. It takes hours of just running.
0: I mean, some people can do it.
1: Some people can, man. It's crazy. Barney's,
0: Barney's in phenomenal shape out of everybody in that group.
1: Yeah, but, but we he, we almost never see him run. So I wouldn't I wouldn't personally necessarily think that he could run for however many hours twenty six miles. You know, stamina, bro. I mean, there is a difference between, like, going out and banging for a while and then running. There's a big difference, but, I mean, somehow Barney managed to do it, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. (laughs) I I, I don't know, man. I just don't know. Uh, So the next morning, they huddle all around Marshall's laptop uh, so that they can track Barney's progress. And they're very surprised, as I was the very first time I saw it, uh, to see how well he's doing. Afterwards, Barney comes back to the apartment after successfully running the marathon and collects his winnings of $50. Uh, And after he also learns that the marathon winners get to ride the subway for free and he decides to take the subway home. He makes this comment uh, that maybe he'll make a weekend out of it and call his bridge and tunnel girl. And it got me thinking, John, what do you think a bridge and tunnel girl is?
0: Well, I'm assuming that means he's got somebody in the public works, like somebody who... Does, Maybe, like-
1: but we don't know because uh, I think it's Ted who says, like, you, you're, you, you, got, some, you're, you got a girl in, in New Jersey? Because that's typically what bridge and tunnel means, is New Jersey. Oh. But he's like, nope. You know, he, he says no to it. And so, but they never actually tell us what he means by bridge and tunnel.
0: True. I just assumed it meant somebody, like, in transportation. Somebody who like bridge and tunnels.
1: Yeah, so it got me. It, it got me thinking. I was like, man, I wonder if like if there's like some sort of urban dictionary thing for this, for Brit. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's yeah. a thing that I didn't know was some sort of slang thing. I found a couple of different things. I don't know if either of them are anything what he meant, but I I'm gonna read them uh, okay. just so we can share the the knowledge here. So I found this one on uh, Urban Dictionary. Uh, So it says bridge and tunnel is when a woman or a man is sitting uh, and using the toilet and a man aims his stream through the legs of the person sitting on the toilet. Okay. So that could be something that he's doing. I don't know. It's probably not that. The other one I found on Reddit, you know, that cesspool that is known (laughs) as Reddit. uh, Somebody said perhaps bridge refers to her mouth as in like, Dental appliances, you know, a bri- like bridge work. Oh yeah, and tunnel is pretty self-explanatory. Yep, you know, uh, so a little, uh, a little A and M action, as they say. Uh, I could see that being. <laughs> <laughs> hey to, that's a big- to a whole new level. Uh, I think, if anything, that's probably more than the other one. Uh, what it might be, um, could definitely be. But it could also just be a girl that he likes to bang in bridges and tunnels. I don't know. I mean, maybe you know the world will never know. That's what I. That's what I love about it. It's like it's open to interpretation, folks. Let us know. Hop on Twitter at Last Call H I M Y M. What do you think a bridge and tunnel girl is? There, there are now two things in this world that the world <laughs> will never
0: know: it's who true. Barney's bridge and tunnel girl is, and how many licks does it take to get to the center of what's its rope up?
1: It's true. I mean, if you ask the owl, it's three.
0: Well, yeah, but he also bites. You're not supposed to bite.
1: I mean, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe that's what Barney no likes. <laughs> Maybe that's what Barney likes, John. You don't know.
0: A lot of teeth.
1: Yeah, a lot of teeth. <laughs> uh, so a little while later, uh, Ted gets a phone call. It's Barney telling him to come pick him up from the subway. So Barney explains that while he was sitting on the subway, his, essentially his legs died. The, they're no longer functioning uh, because of the race. And uh, he could not get off the train. He couldn't stand up. Uh, when, <laughs> I got to say, man, Neil Patrick Harris really committed to this. The, the whole, like, he goes to get up and just collapses oh, on, yeah. the, on the floor was hilarious to me. I love that part.
0: Have you ever have you ever had muscle uh muscular atrophy before?
1: Shit sucks. I mean, not not so much so that I completely collapsed to the floor, but like I've definitely like like fell into a wall, like getting up, like you know, from in the bathroom kind of a thing, you know. <laughs> you're there, you're sitting there way too long. Yeah, the leg falls asleep and shit, and you get up and then you, you Granted, if there wasn't a wall there, I probably would have collapsed to the floor, to be honest with you. (laughs) Fair. So, uh, yeah, other than that, no, I mean, what about you? I assume you have? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay.
0: Uh, It's the same situation. Uh, I I was in the bathroom way longer than I should have been, not paying attention to things. And then when I went to get up, dead leg kicked in and... I was not able to catch the wall in time and fell into my bathtub. Oh God! Um, which you've been in my bathroom, so you know how close proximity of that is. That's true. Uh, and it was just kind of like a boom. I fell in, and then I had to call up my sister to be like, "Hey, I'm in my bathtub."
1: And then she comes in, and you're like, "The gentleman."
0: <laughs> I'm just laying there. I was like, "I'm like, really, it's not as bad as it looks. I'm okay. Can you just help me get out?"
1: Oh man! That's good times <laughs> <It's brain> time. <laughs> oh shit uh and so his legs are so dead that he can't he can't even get up uh to give his seat to some people that are uh coming onto the train including oh, yeah. an old an old lady a pregnant funny. a pregnant lady an injured kid uh and it kind of makes him look a bit like an ass you know uh the old lady even calls him a douche and to me. Like, at, at first, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's funny because, like, we know he can't get up. But I'm sitting there like, well, none of them seemed to have asked anybody else. They just yeah. beelined it straight for Barney. And my thought was like, well, you could have easily, like, they all just stand there. Like, the old lady calls him a douche and walks up. And the other dude just, they just stand there. They don't bother to ask anybody else. But then I was wondering, what are your thoughts on being expected to give up your seat in a situation like that? Because I, I don't know. I'm a little torn on it. Well, I agree with you. And I, I get the point
0: that they were trying to make. Like, you know, Barney's this young guy. You know, yeah. let's ask him to give up his seat. But again, three different people walk up <clears> to him. And if he would given up his seat, the fir- like the first one to come up is the pregnant lady. Yeah. And then the old lady. So hypothetically, he would have given his spot up to the pregnant lady. Is the grandma gonna kick the pregnant lady out of the fucking seat?
1: Yeah, right. Seriously, Like and it's I, just like I, I understand if like if you choose to give up your seat. Yeah, but I. I but again, to be expected to do yeah. it. I I don't know how, I I don't, I don't know. I don't feel good about that. I don't know. See,
0: I'm one of those people that I probably would be polite enough to give up my seat, but to be like expected to do it, I might sit there out of spite.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. You're
0: like, yeah, no, I'm comfortable. I'm good, thanks.
1: Yeah, most likely I would do it, but if if you come at me like like I, like you are expecting, like I'm like a bad person because I'm not instantly doing that, like. Nah, fuck you. I'm probably yeah. just going to
0: probably No, 100%, 100% I agree with that. Yeah. And it's definitely one of those things where, like you said, I don't know that I would give up my seat for somebody like that.
1: Yeah. Like that old lady ain't getting my seat after that. You know I what I mean? Probably the way she acted. My,
0: I probably wouldn't give up my seat to her
1: either, yeah. especially after her calling me a douche. Yeah. Like, sorry, nope. Yeah. Now, Barney could have explained why. You know,
0: well, and that's the thing. He could have easily been like, "I'm sorry, you know, I ran a marathon. My legs are dead right now." I, I mean, he could. I, there's a bunch of ways it could have played out, but yeah,
1: yeah, he could have just made himself just like collapse on the floor again, like see, and then he cl- climbs himself back up in there. That's it. That
0: probably would have been funny.
1: <laughs> Make them feel bad for a change. I think that actually would have been, yeah, really funny. yeah. Uh, and so. As Ted gets to the subway, he sees Barney. The train is there. The door is open. And he sees Barney. And in a rush, because he's like, well, you know, the train is here. I got I to gotta get in there to get, get to Barney. He jumps the turnstile because he's in there. He doesn't want to have to go over to the machine and get a car or yeah, any of that shit. And as soon as he does this, he gets tackled by a cop. Just right there, <laughs> fuel. <laughs> like that cop was right there, ready to go. Hell yeah! And it leaves Barney stranded on the subway as it pulls away. Poor Barney. <laughs> He's like, "No." <laughs> I love that. Uh, and then back at the airport, Robin wraps up uh, the story, saying everything can be traced back to Barney. You know, it yep. seems that way. You know, we just heard, we just saw this whole little story kind of go through. Uh, Ted goes to check on the status of the flight, learns that the plane has already left, yep. but there, but there is one other flight on the other side of the airport that could barely get him to Chicago on time. And so they rush off uh, to the other side to try and, and get this flight. And as they're heading there, Ted starts thinking, he's thinking about some of the other events that have led them to, to this point. And he says that he comes to the conclusion that maybe it's actually Robin's fault.
0: Yeah. Robin.
1: Yeah, man. Robin's fault. And we flash back to April of 2006, uh, where Marshall has made the decision to run the marathon and he begins training and we get like this, this like montage of training stuff where he's like running and doing all kinds of stuff. And then we get this, uh, really funny scene. I love this scene so much where Lily is making him breakfast. yeah, And he, <laughs> he comes in into the kitchen. He puts it all in a blender. He's like, it's uh, runner style, so he can runner just style. drink it on all the way. And he blends it. First off, that sucker is still real chunky.
0: I said that in my head, too, when I was watching. It. I was like, you can still see chunks of strawberry in there.
1: Oh, yeah. It's so, so chunky. Uh, and then he drinks it. And he, you know, he's doing, he's like, he's like running in place pretty much the whole time. And so he turns around, he's, he runs and heads towards the door and just like turns and beelines it straight to the bathroom yeah. where he just throws it all up. And I don't know what it is about that scene, but it made me laugh every time, every time, man,
0: every dude, it, it's a good scene.
1: I think it's just and the way that Jason Siegel, he's like, he's doing his thing, but like, he doesn't stop. He's like almost at the door and he just goes, he doesn't, he doesn't run any faster no nope. he's he just goes to the bathroom when you know exactly what's about to happen, oh yeah, know, all the way there well, it, I mean you
0: think about everything he threw in there there was eggs, there was fruit, there was oatmeal, a bagel, a bagel and orange
1: juice orange juice, yeah, the
0: first up all that shit together at one time, I can't imagine that hitting your stomach very well, yeah, it's-
1: <laughs> like eating it you know separately, that's one thing but blending it all together, ooh, yeah, no, thank you. Uh I, I know that it all goes to the same place but you know it's got it still ha- it still has to pass through my taste buds first. Well well let me let me put it to you like this. Do you remember
0: and this was this was years ago. Me and you went to a smoothie party. And the idea of the party was that everybody brought a blender and then everybody made smoothies. Yes. Do you remember the pizza smoothie? It ended up not being an actual like smoothie. It ended up being more like a like a pizza puree, like a pizza puree
1: dip. Yeah,
0: wasn't horrible. Wasn't yeah. the worst thing you'd ever tried,
1: but it That's definitely
0: great. wasn't something you were going to try again.
1: Yeah, that dude. That was a great party. It was a great party. I, I miss those days. I gotta say, <laughs> Shazad, I don't know if you're watching this, but you rock, bro. You <laughs> I rock. Uh, I hope you're still <laughs> having, having. Also, funny party. side
0: story about Shazad while we're talking about him. Josh and I once did a. Uh, it was Star Trek Two, the the newer ones with Chris Pine, and oh, we were uh, yeah. went it, it, to see into it
1: in, darkness. I think it into was
0: darkness. Yeah,
1: went to see it in
0: the theaters, and we invited Shazad, who brought <clears throat> a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken.
1: Yes, for some context, I used to work at a movie theater. And this was After Hours. It wasn't just like, you know, a yeah. regular showing. It was <laughs> that, in with a bucket of chicken. <laughs> that would have been even better. That would have been way more impressive. But, uh yeah, no. <laughs>
0: no, no, it was totally After Hours, but still funny. Oh, yeah. Like, man. we're like, oh, if you want to bring snacks or something, go ahead. And he's like, okay. And he just shows up with, like, a 10-piece bucket. And he's like, I got, I got chicken.
1: I got chicken. And I'm just like, okay, I'll eat some chicken. Oh, man. Hells yeah, man. Uh that was a damn good time.
0: It was a good time. Uh
1: so you know, we're still on Marshall. Uh one day he comes home after he's uh you know his training, after doing a run, and he goes to put some uh petroleum jelly on his blistered feet and his nipples.
0: I like how they can't use the actual name that most people call that. Yeah. Vaseline.
1: Yep, Vaseline. <laughs>
0: because Vaseline is a uh name brand.
1: Yeah. So it's like band-aids. You know, like, I mean, I think a lot of times they'll they still will use that, but I, there are plenty of times where they won't. Adhesive bandages. Yeah. You know, you got any bandages? Yeah. I've heard that lots of times in in random shows. Uh, But yeah, yeah. No, no Vaseline here. Just petroleum jelly on his, like I said, on his feet. So he he rubs his feet all down, you know, which like they don't make a big deal about it. Right. It's like, okay. He's, you know, his feet are probably blistered because he's running. So he does those first. But it's th- him doing that that causes what happens uh, oh, yeah. in, in like a minute. Um, and then he starts doing, he takes his shirt off and he starts doing it to his nipples. And he's in the in the mirror. He's like complimenting himself and he's just like rubbing it on his nipples and shit, <laughs> which is hilarious. And then Robin walks in, freaks him out and he slips because his feet are all, you know, jellied up uh, yeah. in the bathroom. Right. And this is how he breaks his toe. Why not how he
0: breaks his toe, though,
1: in this process? Yeah, I don't know. He probably maybe slams it on something as he falls. Who knows? If anything, I would have thought he would have, like, hurt his head or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because of how close he was to, like, the sink and shit, you know? But Because that bathroom ain't that big. He's no. a big dude, you know? But, uh, yeah, apparently that's how he, he broke his toe. Uh Fair Yeah. And she said, uh, Robin says that she wouldn't have even been there if it wasn't. For Lily, so like the, the the buck is being passed around here, you know, the from Barney to Robin, the, the penny is being pushed. Uh, so they flash back to Ted and Robin. Uh, they're walking down the street. They're eating some hot dogs, and they pass by a line of women waiting for a wedding dress sale. Yep. And at the bar, they tell Lily about it, and she says they have to do it, John. They, they have, have to. to. They've got to do it uh, now. I, the only time I think I've ever waited in line like that is probably for like outside of like, you know, like a, like a con or something. Um, it's probably Black Friday. I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. like, like a random sale like that. I've never waited in line for concert tickets, which is, was like a big thing back in the day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I, I never did that because I didn't go to that many concerts, you know, when it, when Ticketmaster was not a thing. It just <laughs> Do wasn't. You remember-
0: Do you remember the time you and I went to the mall? I don't remember what we were at the mall for, but we were there. and It was around the time that Halo 3 was being released and there was a line outside of the one game shop. Yeah. And we were like,
1: we'll we'll never be
0: those guys.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, I did stand in line for like maybe 15 minutes for a phone just because I happened to get there uh, like right before they were getting ready to do it. But not a lot of people were there. Nice. Like I, they weren't like promoting the fact that they were releasing it early at this, at this specific Apple store. And I just happened to, cause I was going to go buy a phone anyways. And they were like, Oh yeah. If you, if you want the new one, you, you got to get in line. I was like, oh. oh, okay. So I did. And there was only like maybe 10 people We were there for like nice. 15 minutes. And then they let us in to, to, to get the stuff. I was like, Oh, that wasn't so bad. But uh, outside of that, yeah, Black Friday is probably the only other time that I've Same. Like, done that, I can't yet. say that
0: I've ever stood in line for anything.
1: Yeah. so you yeah. know, l- I'd love to hear your guys' stories out there. Let us know. Hop on Twitter, at Last Call, H-I-M-I-M. We want to hear all your in-line waiting stories. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Just uh, tag us, and, uh, and, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, so, like I said, they tell Lily about this, and she says they got to do it. So Robin and Lily wind up camping out for uh, the wedding dress blowout sale. And they spend the entire night there with a car alarm going off in front of them for eight hours straight. So I realized
0: <sighs> whoever
1: does like like
0: special effects for like the car alarm and stuff, yeah, they hate this car alarm. Because there's like three different times this car alarm, specifically this alarm system, is referenced throughout this show. And every time, they shit on that alarm system so bad.
1: It's true. It's true. Yeah, it pops up again in uh, Canning Randy, uh, that episode, the season six episode. uh, And then again in uh, the season nine episode, Night Vision. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because they talk about how uh, there's the the one bridesmaid who, when she... She is in the middle of doing her thing. Yeah. She sounds like a car arm. Yeah. I'm gonna say, man, if I was ever in the middle of coitus and that was to happen, I don't know that I could uh keep a straight face.
1: I I, I mean, knowing this show, if it happened in real life, I don't think you would I think you would you would bust out laughing. I might have to like tweak a nipple and see if it, like, maybe, like, stop the alarm.
0: <laughs>
1: like, the fob's not working. <laughs> Gotta change the
0: batteries on these things.
1: Yep, absolutely. <coughs> uh, and because Robin was so tired from not being able to sleep all night because this douchebag d- d- left his car there and never turned his alarm off for eight fucking hours, which, I'll be honest, dude, I probably... Would have smashed that car at some point. Oh, like,
0: probably. For you know, halfway through that,
1: no way, man. I would have destroyed that car.
0: I just, I love how he comes out in the morning. He's all like, oh, knees. I'm yeah. like, "Fucking dick!" Like, you didn't hear your car alarm going off?
1: Yeah, I love that they just, all of them, just are pelting him with stuff, man. It's hilarious. He deserved it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he deserved a lot worse. Uh, because eight, eight hours. Like, I get pissed off when there's a car like two parking lots over from where I am, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, and it's going off for like 10 minutes. That gets under my skin. Oh, yeah. To be right in front of it for eight hours, no freaking way, man. I would, that would have drove me nuts.
0: I probably would have just vandalized yeah. the car.
1: Yeah. So I'm saying that ca- I would have destroyed that thing. I'm like, I'm turning this off one way or another. It's a good song. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, And like I said, because she was so tired uh, from not getting sleep, she decides to go and crash at Ted's place. And this is when she walks in on Marshall. So they wind up making it Robin and Ted make it to uh, the other side of the airport to uh, where this other flight is. And they're waiting to see if there's any seats left uh, on the flight. Uh, you know, they're talking to the guy. He re- he recognizes Robin, which I thought he was recognizes cool. Robin. Yeah, uh, I thought that was cool. Um, At yeah. first, I'm not gonna
0: lie, I thought it was Jordan Peele.
1: <laughs> that's what I thought too, man. I was like, I was like, yo, was that Jordan Peele? Did he do like a like a randomly do an early episode of How I Met Your Mother? And I was like, no, oh no, that's it, it, turns, it. Turns
0: out though, that guy is from Mad TV.
1: Um, oh, is he? I, okay. I, yeah,
0: he's from Mad TV. I recognize him. I just don't know his name.
1: That's really cool. Um, but yeah, he's he was he's was, he's was a nice guy, you know, he uh, you know, obviously not with Ted as much, but with Robin. I mean, she, I get it. She made up for what she did earlier. She did. You know what I mean? She she uh she kind of ruined it with the first person but made up for it with the second. And uh as they're waiting to see if they are because right, he had to check with the, uh, the flight attendants to see if there were any seats uh, left on the flight. Ted remembers why they were eating hot dogs and walking down that street in the first place. And we flash back to Ted on the subway and he finds a penny from yep. 1939. 39. And he becomes a bit obsessed, John bit obsessed uh, thinking this thing's going to be worth a ton of money. And he vows to take Robin out to dinner with whatever he makes from selling the penny.
0: I love the comment she makes about it, though. Like she's like, "Oh man, it's a good thing that you could, uh, you know, still find a place to get uh, a couple hot dogs for a buck fifty.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I, fucking just... <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> he he got uh, two hot dogs for a dollar fifty. That's a pretty damn good deal. That is, and really, it only cost him a penny. Really? He's, he's that just, is that's, true. That's what he had to start with. You know, so that's a pretty damn good deal, I think. Um, so this is where he realizes that everything that has happened is actually his, his fault. fault. Yep. It's all his fault. Uh, they unfortunately learned that there are no seats left on the plane. And Ted does not make it to Chicago for his uh, interview. He does not get the job. Future Ted tells us that uh, three months later, the guy who did get the job winds up getting transferred to Chicago. So if Ted had gotten this, he would have had to have moved and left New York.
0: Yep, he would have had to have moved home.
1: Yep. And he says that, uh, you know, because of this, this, it wasn't his destiny to get that job. Instead, it was his destiny to stay in New York because if he hadn't, he would have never met the mother. True, sure. uh, this is and the
0: first reference we get to the mother.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we see a quick shot from Ted's wedding where we see the mother, but only from the from behind with in her wedding dress. We don't even see her hair. We we don't we don't see any details about her. Nope. And uh, like no face, nothing. And but she's there, you know. So they're they're starting to lay some seeds a bit more, which I like, you know. Uh they kind of sprinkle stuff in throughout all the seasons kind of getting us getting us ready yeah. when she eventually does pop up. And the end of the episode is a quick scene of Barney on the subway, uh, which we never actually learn how he gets off the subway or how long yeah. he's stuck on there because the last time we saw him was when Ted gets tackled and he's off, you know, and, but, oh, well, I guess he's, he's just stuck there. Uh, and as he's sitting there, some sketchy guys surround him. And they're kind of like, we don't, there's no, we don't hear any of the dialogue or anything. Uh, One of them kind of like grabs the metal, like kind of like playing with the metal around his neck and Barney takes the metal off, gives it to him and they all take off. And Barney's just left there (laughs) looking like he's feeling pretty defeated at this. Probably is. Yeah. And so that is the episode season two, episode 15, Lucky Penny. John, overall thoughts, uh, what do you got? Well, this
0: episode doesn't feel like a 22 minute episode, like it goes by so quick. Yeah. It plays yeah, out away. Like, yeah. Um, but it's a great episode. Like I said, I forgot that this was early in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I think of this episode, for some reason in my head, it's like season three, season four, not okay. season two. Yeah. Uh, so it's really cool to see like everything that happens, and like you said, it's the bring back of the penny, which yeah. usually they would have went the other way. We would have gotten this first, and then how Ted found a penny yeah uh so that's pretty cool i like this episode though
1: yeah yeah me too uh i like i like the we've talked about this before i like the episodes where they kind of deviate from their normal uh structure yeah and this one is very different from like the normal way they they do their episodes um and i think that's what i really like about it you know it's like it's it, you're kind of working backwards and, and filling in blanks like memento. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it just kind of filling in the blanks of things and seeing how, how things wound up happening, which I think is really cool. Um, and it, I think they did a really good job. And as, as you know, I talked about the guy who wrote it, goes on and writes some of our favorite episodes Some of throughout, our favorites, man. throughout this show. So, you know, it's no, it, 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 it makes sense that he would write a, a damn good episode like this one. So, Uh, but yeah, so that is the episode. Uh, now it is time for some people's favorite part, I'm sure, and that is Barney's Barney's blog Blog. suit up, bitches. Yeah, that's right. One of these days, I will make an actual video clip for that, and that Uh, way, that way, it'll just be you saying it, and you you won't have to say it every time. We'll just be there, ready to go. You
0: started it, and then you (laughs) just kind of stopped one time, and then I threw it in there, and then I've just kind of continued it.
1: I know. I like it when you do it, John. I really do. But uh, this. up, bitches. That's right. This week's uh, edition of Barney's blog is titled Barney's Mail Sack 4. (laughs) And it was uh, was put out on Tuesday, February 13th. He hasn't done a mail sack
0: one, two, or three, though.
1: Oh, he has. They just weren't linked to any of the episodes. Oh. You know how, like, there have been a few times where we have done um, uh, episodes that didn't have a Barney's yeah. blog. So we, I used some of the filler ones. Uh, the the mail sacks have all, up to this point, been filler ones. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I didn't use them before because uh, at that time, I think there were two of them, they were really long. Yeah, so I was like, ah, I'll pick a different one. But this one is specifically linked to this episode, and it's not super long, so it works. All right, so he gets a letter, says, Dear Uncle Barney, in the fall, I was cut from JV football. In the winter, I was cut from JV basketball. And now in the spring, I'll probably be cut from JV baseball. How will I ever get chicks if I'm not awesome at sports? Brian Kaufman, Maryland. And then so Barney responds, dear Brian, have I failed you? Have I not made the path to awesomeness clear? Scoring a chick using athletic ability is like Michelangelo using a sledgehammer to carve the David. Sure, it can be done, but there are other tools that do the job better. Yeah, you know what tool I mean. (laughs) But since your mind is in the right place, I will reveal the secret to athletic success. Ready? You just do them. Sports are easy. I recently ran the New York City Marathon without even a day of training. Why? Because training the body is a waste of time. Why do something over and over when it only counts once? That's like going on more than one date with someone. Yeah. <laughs> once you realize that so-called athletic talent is all in your mind, it becomes a simple matter of selecting the sport that maximizes your Chick Attractive Potential, or CAP. You think Johnny Third String on the football team is going to get more chicks than Johnny World Champion Javeler? Javelier? Javelinist? One who throws a javelin? Yeah. Individual sports is where it's at. And he has a little asterisk here. Uh, he says, notable, notable exception, laser tag. Uh, Then he goes on, women are simple creatures. Too much movement makes it difficult for them to focus. Lend them a hand. Select a sport where the target is clear. You. Included below is a selection from my forthcoming self-help book, I'm Going to Teach You How to Live. Good luck, Brian. The Barnacle. First off, I want this book. (laughs) I wish they had released a book under Barney's name called I'm Going to Teach You How to Live. Maybe they did I, I I don't think so I think the only books they did are the playbook and um the bro code, the, the, the bro code. I think I'm gonna have to look it up though do uh, it but I don't think they they ever uh I don't think they did and I think it would be awesome if they did uh, so he has a list it's called Barney's Guide to Athletics and it's got a series of, of sports and uh, you know what you do to the, how, how you how you get good at them okay so he starts off with running which you know ties right in to the episode and we have actually already heard this one. So for running, start running. Don't stop. That's it there. Yeah. Bowling roll, heavy ball into pins, wear funny shoes. Did Look-
0: nurse Roberts show you these shoes?
1: <laughs> uh, these next two, I think are, I, I really, I really think are funny. Uh, long jump jump long high jump jump high (laughs) uh bull riding hold on after eight seconds let go and run and then it says see above for running (laughs) yeah honestly that's probably the best one yet i agree then there's something called uh jai uh, Ali, i'm not sure how to pronounce it j a i uh a l i and then he just says jai dot a dot and so i looked it up and it's kind of like a combination of handball and lacrosse oh shit so it's like they have these like these like curved hook things that they use to like catch and throw the, the this ball Oh, but that thing? but they throw it at a wall like handball. Okay. Yeah. So that what that's what this is. Yeah. Okay. I don't like. I think it's weird that he put it in there. I don't know why he put it in there, and his reason, uh, like it, 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 the way to do it, is just I don't even. I it makes me wonder if he even knows what it is. <laughs> you know. You know what I mean? Just because of that. Probably cause, not. Because like I had to look it up, and I was like, it's actually kind of a cool looking sport to be honest with you. Uh, Then speed skating, skate fast, turn left. Okay. Horse racing, sit on horse. That's all.
0: That is not that simple.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, if you ask Barney, it is that simple. Uh, Rock climbing, find a rock, climb it, don't fall. Yep. And finally, diving, jump into water. That's it. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that, folks, is Barney's blog for this week. Enjoy. I hope I hope you enjoyed uh, everything. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed the blog because uh, I enjoyed reading it. I got to say. But, uh, yeah, is there anything else uh, about the episode, about the blog, any, or just in life in general that you would like to talk about before we go? Um,
0: You know, I don't think there is. I'm. I'm. Oh. That blog was pretty self-explanatory on this one. Yeah, it was. It was good. I'm. I'm not much of an athletic guy. Like you know, wrestling was as far as I ever got as as athletics yeah. went. But tried playing football in high school did not work.
1: Same. I si- I also had signed up for the basketball team, and then I never. I never went to practice. <laughs> I,
0: I will say this: I have seen you play basketball. That's probably <laughs> yeah. a good thing.
1: It probably is, but <laughs> but maybe I would have gotten really good because this was in like middle school. I don't know. Fair. That's fair. I might've got good. You do
0: have the most lucky shot I've ever seen on a court
1: yet. It's true. It's pretty awesome. That might be a story for another day, folks. <laughs> Come back another time for all of our awesome stories. Uh, John, let them know where they can find you. I mean, hop on over on Twitter. Look me up. It's, it's simply saying
0: J one. Uh, it's the Twitter that corresponds with my podcast and my blog. If you haven't checked those out yet, you should. You don't know what the hell you're missing. Um, I haven't posted anything in a while. I've been going through a little bit of a, a phase of just not posting some shit. So I apologize for that. I plan on getting back on that soon. Um, Josh, what about you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at uh, JP Raynor, that's J P R A Y N O R, as well as at Movie Blog merck, That is the uh, Twitter page for my site, Merc with Movie Blog. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you are watching it on the Merc with Movie Blog YouTube channel. Yep. Or perhaps you're watching it on Patreon because I do put the uh, the video up early on Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash uh, Last Call H I M Y M at the uh, eight dollar tier, you can get uh, early access to, uh, or no, I think that no, I think it's the three dollar tier. You get early access to the pod. Eight dollar tier, you get that plus uh, the bonus show. Uh, last Call After Hours. Good stuff. Good stuff. We talk about all kinds of fun stuff there. We do. Um, uh, And if you are watching this uh, on YouTube, be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, and click that little bell uh, so you get notified whenever we drop brand new videos. If you're listening on podcast form, uh, if you're on Anchor, you can head over there, anchor.fm slash last call, H-I-M-Y-M. You can leave us a voice message. We uh, would love that. We haven't had one in a while. We'd love no, to No, we'd love to
0: hear from some people. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll play it on on air and and discuss whatever you know have, whatever Hell yeah. or you have, whatever You want to ask us a question?
0: Ask us a question. You want to comment on something? Maybe we got some facts wrong along the way. Yeah. I mean, it
1: happens. We're not perfect. It's true. Just let us know. Um, and uh, if if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. You can leave a five star review, and we'll read that out on uh, on air as well. And it, always, it helps us in the in the algorithm to get seen by people. Spreads the word, and uh, you know that that's what we that we need. We need to get you know that we yeah. spread like a disease, also, but the good kind them, of
0: disease. Don't forget to hop on over to Twitter and find sure. us at uh, Last Call H I M Y M, and right. you know throw us some likes on there, reshare, yeah. retweet.
1: Like I said, also uh, like join the Patreon if you're if you're uh, interested in that. That would really help us out. And uh, we just recently launched an Instagram uh, as well. I've been throwing up some some fun pictures there. Uh, yeah, again, at last call, H I M Y M everywhere. Keeping it simple for
0: you guys. Every link we have,
1: it's mm. at last mm. call, H I M Y M you head over to the twitter uh page i think in the bio uh or right up at the top i have a link tree so it should have it'll have all the link trees yeah i have all the links there so uh it'll be real easy for you guys uh to find everything that uh, (laughs) that you need i mean uh, as long as you can remember last call h-i-m-y-m that's true find us anywhere we're available (laughs) that's right that's right so uh outside of that i got nothing else for him john what do you got for him Listen, people, you don't have to
0: go home, but you can't listen here.
1: All right, catch you next time.